You're listening to Around the King's Table, a podcast of the Mount Church in Clemson, South Carolina, with Pastor George Marshall and Pastor Brian Mann. Pull up a chair and listen in as they seek to serve up biblical dialogue for building disciples of Jesus. All right. Well, welcome to this episode of Around the King's Table. I am Brian, and with me, George. George, as always, and today we have a special guest with us, one of our residents at the church. Zach. Connolly. Connolly. Yes. Zach Connolly. Thanks for being with us, brother. No problem. Thank you. Uh, so <clears throat> this last week, we had the uh, the privilege, the joy of spending time together at Together for the Gospel. Absolutely. And uh, what we want to do in this episode is just talk through the week that we were able to spend together uh, at that conference, uh, try to hit some of the, the high points of it, rehash some of the conversation a bit. So we'll just begin. We'll run right into it here. And uh, the obvious first question belongs to George. That's unfair. And but that okay. is, uh, can you tell us about your book spree? That is one of the great things about T4G. You're going to get me in trouble. Uh, is, yes, I know. A big ballroom, basically, of books. Of books. Yeah. Right. It was like Disneyland for George. <laughs> and, and me. But uh, we'll, let, we'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so for starters, I got a number of commentaries. So I got a commentary on yeah. uh, Galatians, Hebrews, the pastorals, um, Psalms, Hamilton. Yeah. Um, as a two-volume edition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also got a, a, a commentary from Calvin on 2 Timothy. And so I'm really, really pressing in on those pastoral mm-hmm. epistles. Yeah. Um, I got a couple books on the atonement by Smeaton. Um, some books on worship from the standpoint of, you know, how we as mm-hmm. pastors really fill our worship with meaningful word-based mm-hmm. worship. Yeah. Um, a number of books on uh, deacon and elder ministry, on how to find those deacons and elders, yeah. how to grow them up and disciple them. Um, books on community life for deacons, community life in the body. Um, stuff on youth ministry. I got some guides on evangelism and Bible reading to look at for, you know, maybe that we could use to, to, for the body. So not, you know, not, not stuff maybe that I would normally read, but stuff that I would read to see if they're good for the body to use. You are an elder in the church. Yeah, absolutely. With a a special emphasis on the theological education and discipleship ministry of the church. So just trying to help you out there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see what else did I get? Um, I got, um, Shriner, um, faith alone on justification, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm really looking forward to. I got some other devotional books for myself and things that are more pastoral care. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that, you know, kind of pouring into the pastor themselves because pastoring is, is, is a difficult task. Mm-hmm. So we're um, talking like 15 books here? We're talking 50 or somewhere uh, in the middle. I think about uh, 30, not <laughs> counting the 12 that right. we got. So my, my next question is Kim's response to uh, uh, she doesn't know about it yet. You haven't she, told her. I, I, she she had the opportunity to see yeah. them, but I haven't made a big point of it. Yeah. Um, they're on the bookshelf. They're there. They're there to be seen. Did you have a? Was there a specific book that you're just like, this is the cream of the crop that I want to jump into? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say just based on kind of where we are and some ministry yeah. that you know we want to see move forward. Um, mm-hmm. I actually. Um, jumped right into as one of the first picks uh, to the 
uh, book Finding Deacons and Elders yeah. uh, by Anya Buile. Mm-hmm. I said that name right. Mm-hmm. Um, that the was the beating. first one. Yeah, the beating. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first book of the ones I purchased. Um, but I've actually been spending way more time inside of No Shortcuts. Yeah. Um, that book has been... It's actually a really, really good book that I definitely suggest. I didn't actually buy that one. That was one of the, the free ones mm-hmm. that we got. But mm-hmm. um, it's well worth reading from a pastoral perspective. It's really well worth reading from anybody who's interested in where they're putting their missionary dollars. Are we doing it yeah. well? Are we supporting organizations that are really supporting yeah. the spread of the gospel through the church? Um, something sustainable. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. How about you, brother? Was there was there any uh, anything that... You were just like, this is my number one book. This is what I am ready to dive into this. Um, not really. Uh, you didn't go full George. No, purchasing no. Books. I wanted to, but I couldn't. <laughs> um, it was a little overwhelming how many books were there. <laughs> yeah. oh, and yeah. also how many yeah. people were there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's also a little difficult getting to the books with yeah. It's like WWE. One, yeah, with one well, yeah. With messed one up foot, leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but thankfully, I did get, I probably got a dozen books yeah. or so. Um, it was good, though. Uh, I took a lot of pictures of books yeah. I'm going to get or yep. hopefully get or authors that are good to get their yeah. books. Like Calvin, there's a lot of books by him that I could not get all of his books. Yeah. Um, now, you're a history guy. Yeah. So, right. I there was a... So you spent some time at the Banner of Truth. Yeah, Banner of Truth. Yeah. Um, I think we all spent some time. Yeah. I think I only spent time at the Banner of Truth. (laughs) Yeah. Trust table. So I found a couple books with uh, just talking about church leaders in the 18th century and the Reformation. Mm -hmm. Really wanted to find something uh, probably in the 19th and 20th century. But. You couldn't find anything like that that I could see anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, they ran out of revival and revivalism. Yeah, did. I'm kind to... of bummed, especially after yeah. starting on on yeah. no shortcuts. I'm I'm now really bummed mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, yeah. I actually met with a, another pastor in the area this morning and was telling him that basically it was it seemed like across the board from all of the speakers that were at the conference, they mentioned Ian Murray's revival and revivalism, even though it's not specifically about missions strategy or right. methodology and stuff like that, but it is hitting on first grade awakening, second grade awakening, and the differences between the two and how that's matriculated into the church today. Yeah. Uh, but all of them across the board seem to be like, that is the book on they missions did. and methodology and, mm. and things of that nature. So yeah. anyway, um, other than that, I think I got a couple other smaller books. Mm-hmm. from authors that I knew were really good um, and then got a kids bible yeah which I mean they probably had mm-hmm. I don't know 10,000 copies of there mm-hmm. I mean they had stacks on stacks so is that Kevin DeYoung's yeah the, the biggest story mm-hmm. what's it called the biggest story story bible or yeah I can't remember anyway we've already started into it as well okay oh, good. I spent time in it with the so, kids the other night yeah. I figured might as well get it mm-hmm. we started before too long so mm-hmm. Zach is newly wed. Are you four, four, five months into it now? Four and a half. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, lest it sound really bad, I did show some restraint. There were <laughs> scripture did. journals. There was, there was yeah, half price cut from three hundred to one hundred and fifty yeah. for scripture journals, and I said, "No, yeah, I can't do it." You know, I, I there. 
Yes, we were there. We were alongside yeah. of you. We witnessed the quote-unquote restraint. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but there were some painstaking moments for you Yeah. Uh, in that big ballroom, I know. So, all right. Well, as I said, I spent most of my time around the Banner of Truth uh, table. Uh, I just love um, preaching and preachers. And uh, so a lot of the stuff that I, I was after was like, uh, you know, the, the, the Banner book on uh, preachers in Scotland mm-hmm. from the 6th century to the 19th century or yeah. whatever it is, that kind of stuff I love. So I picked up a lot of those kinds of titles. So, all right. More serious stuff here. Sure. Uh, who were the speakers? Might get to content uh, in, in, in just a moment here. But the speakers, uh, who were the speakers that you found most helpful and, and why? How about you, Zach? Okay, I'll go first. Um, let me look at my list of the ones who really stuck out. Um, John Piper, yeah, Alistair wow. Begg. Those are the two older guys who were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the younger guys were Christian Lawanda, Shaolin. Shaolin wasn't as deep as some of the other guys, but it was very good message. And that you know, he yeah. just he really emphasized. Christ. He had some of the most like YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! Worthy moments, yeah. In yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. And then H.P. Yeah. Charles sound bites, yeah, yeah, yeah. H.P. Charles and Greg Gilbert; those were yeah, the big Greg ones for me. They were just all the guys were really good, but those were the guys who really stuck out mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, was there any reason that they stuck out to you? I think I liked um, Alistair Begg's style mm-hmm. and John Piper's style, which are very different. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Very witty. Mm -hmm. Both of them were pretty witty and funny, Mm -hmm. but were also very biblical. Yeah. And their messages were really good. Um, Yeah. The young guys were probably on the same, like, uh, brain width as them. Yeah. Witty, funny, but also really good messages. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, brother? All right, it's definitely so my top three, John Piper. Um, as he commented at the end, this is about the definite atonement, in case you right. hadn't picked that up yeah. yet. Yeah. It just it, it was just right on. It was yeah. very incisive, right to the point mm-hmm. about how basically Christ yeah. has bought everything, not just our sins, not just dealt with them, but actually dealt yeah. with all of our living from then on. Mm-hmm. Um Powerful to hear as pastors and then powerful to hear mm-hmm. as we then engage the body and bring yeah. that to them, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Wanda was awesome. Uh, passion mixed with clarity. I, I think yeah. they, those kind of combined in full measure. He had a good um, combination of really, I mean, everything. Yeah, absolutely. Textual, illustrations, yep. witty. Yep. Uh, homiletically, it was just kind of a joy to listen to. to. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my, my third was Alistair Beck again. Uh, I know we, you know we had conversations while we were there. Some people mm-hmm. you know, it was rather chaotic. Tons of scripture, but that's actually what I love. It was tons of scripture and tons of just quotes from random people mm-hmm. who speak who've spoken on scripture and written on scripture, and he just yeah. brings it all into this amalgamation and goes, "Yeah, here it is. Enjoy." Yeah. And it, I, I just loved it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think when we uh, first talked about this, I mentioned Christian Lawanda uh, because I just thought, okay, well, here's a guy I've never heard before. Right, exactly. Um, and I, I, I certainly think the newness helped yeah. really cement him in all of our minds. Yeah. He's Kenyan. 
Mm-hmm. So he's got, he has the, the accent thing going oh, yeah, for him yeah. as well. But good sense of humor, but not so much that it drove him away from the text mm-hmm. and, uh, and preaching to pastors. I think some of the guys, um, I don't know that they quite brought the text to the, the audience uh, the way that Christian did. Mm-hmm. Um, but he spoke directly to pastors and, mm-hmm. and the implications that that, that that particular text would have towards the church is that they pastor. Yeah. So I really appreciated that from, from Christian Lawanda. Piper is always one of my favorites just because he's so incredibly textual. Right. Like he's in and out of the text. And um, you come away going... I don't know that I can argue with that. I mean, he just showed it to me right from the from no, the and then and then to go right, you know, like basically fifty years in a panel, you know, how did he yeah. deal with ministry mm-hmm. and whatnot? Yeah. And almost hard to not just blend the two together yeah. as a cohesive whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Alistair Begg as well. Uh, we've mentioned, but yeah, just his uh, the, the the his grasp of of church history of all the the. Again, he he probably does this all the time, which is why it's all stored. Sure, up there. absolutely. Um, but it's just always a joy to, to listen to him uh, on anything, whether it is, uh, again, uh, textually rooted or just like a topic yeah. that he's, he's dealing with. Yeah. Um, I, he's just a joy to listen to. So those were the guys that I think were, yeah. were helpful for me. I think, and maybe we're moving into the next question here, but Greg Gilbert was, uh, the way that he, his last line and his yeah. about humility and not, you know, are you going down with Christ right? or are you going up and passing Jesus by on your way up yeah. in self-exaltation? Yeah. I think that it, and he just landed on that. Uh-huh. And I think that was just like, he almost felt like a, a gasp in the, in the congregation, mm-hmm. like, yeah. ooh, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And, I, I think uh, Kevin DeYoung's was also really, really good. I think... Hmm. It was just maybe ill timed. It was at the it was the first one that anybody did. We yeah. hadn't really gotten into it. Yeah. It was hard, deep, and strong. It was a good message. Mm-hmm. Maybe just ill timed for yeah. the entire yeah. time there. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, he would have been helped by you know being maybe second day or even later in the first day where right. our exactly. minds now had the opportunity to yeah. to warm up <laughs> uh, to all of it. Yeah. Um, was there a message? So we talk about speakers, but was there a, a message that you found especially informative or formative uh, for you? I'd say formative. Piper's did it. Mm-hmm. Moving on from message, maybe, but just to you know, one of the panels, um, the missiology panel that was really with Radius mm-hmm. and a couple guys out mm-hmm. in the field. Yeah, I think that's the thing that from the whole entire conference sticks with me to where you just you're, had you're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. Of me. Well, I just had eyes that was yeah. it was it was kind of like <laughs> what? Yeah, and then just tuned in, yeah. paying attention. That's why I've been focusing on yeah. you know no shortcut mm-hmm. as I get back because. It's important. It's, yeah. That's the most I can say, or at least I can say about it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, brother? Uh, Anyone stick out for you? Mostly those guys who already mentioned before, but like just going through um, some of their, just the titles of their sermons and just to, for people to get a a taste of what they were talking about. Like H.P. Charles was, don't forget the significance of your salvation. And that was mm-hmm. very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the angels marveling. Yeah. Have we, are we, are we marveling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, submitting to the Bible in your pastoral ministry with Christian Wanda was, mm-hmm. again, that was. That yes was, and amen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. It was big. Big was preach Christ and him crucified, nothing more and nothing less. Mm-hmm. And like stuff like that. That was like, everything was so good, but like with those guys, mm-hmm. it, it would hit home and mm-hmm. you're just like. I didn't know people could preach like this. <laughs> and so you certainly don't get that kind of whoa, preaching. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't nice. know other people. No, no. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's That way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I think, I don't know if it was so much the message, although I very, I very much appreciated the message, I, uh, but Piper's uh, sermon for me, I think what was so impactful was again it was just so tied to the text right and that's his whole thing yeah it was and that to me is not only informative but it's formative because i think that's how we should preach we should we right. should preach in a way that the that, that the people hearing come away going that's the word of god mm-hmm. and not of a man right um and i don't know that that that's a skill that's developed yeah. over over time um but you could listen to some of the guys and, and it was less tied to the scripture. It was more sure. uh, of a lecture in a sense. Yeah. Informative, and, but maybe not as formative the way. Right. You, yeah. Right. Well, and, and to your point, like I thought Kevin did a great job, but it was a, it was a lecture. It was a lecture. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have to necessarily open my Bible no. to make it through no. his message. Just engaging with what our culture, right. how our culture <clears throat> views justification, justification and trying to replace it with a right. dealing with guilt. Right. Yeah. But I came away feeling empty because I didn't have, I'm like, I never opened my Bible. Yeah. You didn't quite get it replaced with scripture. Right. There's this kind of mm-hmm. here. I, I see what the problem is now. How does scripture now fix right. that problem or resolve that problem? Yes. Yeah. Whereas with Piper, he began his message by essentially saying, if you have a Bible, you're going, you're, you need to open it. Yeah, you're going exactly. to need to you're see it because I'm going to be in the text. Oh yeah. And I just think that's a good message of in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that that was um, especially uh, informative, formative, confirming uh, for me and uh, what I would like to see here at, at our church. Uh, a lot of great quotes mm. yeah. throughout uh, the, the three days uh, of messages. Any that you remember, any that stuck out to you, any that you might try to paraphrase. Oh, no, no. I, I have three. Okay. Uh, yeah. the, the, and I, and I, I'll, I'll you can lead the way for it. So, <laughs> so the Spirit of God will use the Word of God through the man of yes. God to build the church of God to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Christian uh, Luanda, mm-hmm. um, just knocking it out of the park. That was maybe, for me, was probably the best. Yeah. Single quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, ministry is hard. We should not try to do it alone. We need deeply rooted gospel friendships. That was Juan Sanchez and a more Sanchez. devotional one. And Which it I doesn't stand on, but it, but it yeah. was it was really good. It was yeah. really helpful. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And he spoke to pastors too. Yeah, See, I think that's what I loved, loved about yeah. Christian Lawandas as well. So he was speaking to, to the pastors, yeah. and Juan Sanchez also did a really good job of of really bringing his text and the message of that text into the life of pastors. You need to have gospel friendships sure yeah and then i'm going to give mm-hmm. one more this is actually de young um despite you know being early whatever but uh justification by faith alone is better than anything that the world has to offer 
and it offers a lot. It tries to replace it with a lot of things, but mm-hmm. justification by faith alone is better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Any for you? <sighs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not a big note taker. Yeah, so. I'm not either. I, I just sat there with my mouth open just about the whole time and just like, what? Yeah. Lest you think more better of me, I, I basically, remembering these yeah. quotes, ran to the T4G website and said, what were some quotes that they pulled out? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I remember yeah. that. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. I, yeah. I didn't take notes. Like I normally actually do. I, I did not. Yeah. And like, so like the whole time I'm sitting there, like, I really hope they're catching this on video because I really need to go back and listen to this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the one quote, I don't know if it's a quote, but uh, one of the illustrations that was made during the mission um, panel Mm -hmm. after, who who gave that, that sermon? Was it Platt? Yeah, Yeah, Platt. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, Platt did a good job, um, and we can get more into that later, but, um, the, the panel after one of the guys from, was it Radius? Yeah. Yeah. Radius. Um, he was talking about how we really, really need to know who we're sending into the, into the, into missions and really vet them so that we can plant and build churches that are elephant churches and use mm-hmm. this illustration of elephant churches versus rabbit churches and like how mm-hmm. missions has become more of a rabbit churches, you know, just the multiplying constantly and, but they're weak theologically and yeah. the wolves come and get them, but the wolves can't take out the elephant church, even though mm-hmm. it takes a decade to build one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there for long term. Yeah. Long term. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, even even amongst the the crowd, once we let out, you could hear people talking about that, mm-hmm. the elephant thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was that was really great. Uh, for me, Shylin, again, the sound bites, mm. especially when he got into just basically a biblical theology, all the titles, the names of Christ. And, and of course, Shy has, has background in, in rapping and all these kinds of things. And so, but he, he definitely pulled all that together. He started talking about, you know, Jesus as this and this and this and this and this. And he just went as like a, a cacophony of, yeah. you know, yeah. glorious titles for Jesus. And you could yeah. just, that, that was, that was wonderful. So really appreciated uh, him, him getting at in at the glory of Christ yeah. there. So, all right. Uh, so <clears throat> anything, and uh, Zach, you were kind of uh, mentioning, alluding to this, uh, anything you heard that you would be more critical of? Or at least thought uh, maybe that needs more qualification, more teasing out, more more thinking about. Okay. Anything um, at all? Well, I have several things, okay. and it's mostly the <laughs> the panels that they had yeah. in the middle of the days. Um, mm-hmm. Could have kind of gone without those, or they could have changed up the subjects. Um, just a couple of the subjects was CRT. Right. Um, missions and abuse in the church, which are mm-hmm. all great topics that we need to talk about. But yeah, it just seemed like they were kind of just tossed in there. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, it kind of didn't go with the flow with the rest of the conference. Mm. And like, did they have panels? I know you weren't at the last one because they didn't have it in person, but did they do panels um, between sessions when you did the, the, the live stuff the last time two years ago? Uh, I mean, they had a couple of panels, but they had okay. breakouts and stuff like that too, oh, okay. which they didn't this time because they, they, added, right. they added, added another main session. Right, right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. just curious. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, they just, and they weren't super long and I think it was just a little distracting too, because it was coming off of a 45 minute to an hour long sermon and people were hungry and wanting to go get food. <laughs> Understandable, but yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. It was kind of to me. Poor, it, yeah, poor guys that had to preach right after yeah. we had all gone out and gotten our bellies full, and yeah. come back in, and you have that huge air conditioner or whatever that thing mm-hmm. was, the yeah. fan, and it started going, and you're sitting there at two o'clock in the afternoon, and <laughs> just trying <laughs> to. Hear. Yeah, that was, that was one day on. was whew. get some coffee. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Yeah. Sorry, guys, in the middle of the day at the conference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. they could have had more coffee stalls. I yes. know that doesn't speak really to the messages, but just speaking honestly here, there yeah. was a, yeah. a dearth yeah. of available coffee. Yeah. All them books, but no coffee. I know. Right. <laughs> you know? So how do you expect us to read these books here? Yeah. A failure to recognize your audience. For those of you who don't speak Orangeburg, he said them. He actually said dim. All oh. them. But it's, he means them. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> wow. We love you, brother. Um, <clears throat> I thought the CRT panel, mm-hmm. I was fine with that one, but I felt like they were almost trying to be so charitable with one another that yeah, they couldn't yeah. actually dive into some of yeah. the harder issues that would cause any kind of mm-hmm. uh, good iron sharpening iron yeah. conversations. So, I mean, they love each other and they were, they were again, just trying to be agreeable where they could be agreeable. But I wanted to come away from that with like, okay, so what? How do we how do we respond as Christians? What do we mm-hmm. do in our churches? How do, how should we think about this yeah. at the practical level? And they stopped short of that. And I wanted, I think it was Mark who was who was moderating, uh, Mark Dever who was moderating right. that one. I wanted Mark to he, he's comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted him to be comfortable with the uncomfortable there and kind of press into it. But that they chose really not did. to do that. Yeah. yeah. So that was the the one thing for me um, that would have been you know just. A little critical of there is I just wanted to hear more about you just where those guys were all that kind of thing mm-hmm. at a practical level. Um, you may have something to add to to that or to maybe to, to Platt or uh, yeah, I'd say probably the the, the Platt one. I don't yeah. want to dig too deep into it. Uh, yeah. One got to recognize the guy is passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he presented. Hey, you need to pay more attention to this. And mm-hmm. in so far as that goes, I think he did a great job. Yeah. There's some things I would push back on. Um, just sort of the, the over the top, you have to be like yeah. 100% devoted to kind of to, to this yeah. one thing. When you deal with pastors who are really, you know, they're hope, hopefully building up people in their body who are in, who, you know, who different people are yeah. differently passioned and gifted. Um, so that you address all these different areas, evangelism, you know, orphan care, widows, you know, whatever it be. Um, if the pastor is always 100% dedicated to this one, either any one of those topics, they kind of, it, it can be hard. Maybe they don't even disciple or teach properly in these other areas and mm-hmm. the church suffers for it. So, but, but again, his message was, we've got to do something. We've got to do something more than what we're doing to reach unreached people. Right. And I mean, the passion was clear and that, yeah. that was good. 
Yeah, his focus was the the Paul to Spain. Correct. Right? Correct. Look mm-hmm. out to Spain. There's there's nothing there. There's nothing going on there. Right. And that is the 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 goal of the Great Commission is mm-hmm. to get there. Get, to get there. To Spain. It's not that we don't stop along the way. We got to press out, but ultimately it's, it's to press further and further and further right. into the places that are least reached or unreached or, or yeah. whatever. So. Yeah, um, probably could have done without the, the the illustration of the four guys up there holding hands. And sure, all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, it was, was it was, was like it was okay. It was like <laughs> okay, where, where is that coming I from? Kind of it's not really scary. Maybe that's sure. just me. And it's just, but it just was a little like uh, I could have done without. I get that. it. We need to instead of facing inwards, we need to face outwards. But but I mean, yeah, it was a little bit. Although although we would probably say philosophically that if you're not turned inwards. On each other in the context of the mm-hmm. local church, mm-hmm. and you're only turned outwards. Well, then, I mean, we're saying that that a healthy local church is itself missional. Yeah. And if you cut the cut that out, then you actually cut the roots out from under. Now, now David is not saying he's that not saying that at all. Right. He's trying to get us to to. Stop he's actually saying out. we sometimes are so, so navel gazing right. that we're right. missing the fact that you know, and we're putting dollars into missions that are going to the wrong places yeah. from his standpoint. So, right. so I mean, it, that was really his his goal is to say, you know, what do we need to do to, mm-hmm. to refocus all that time, money, energy expended to the right place? Yeah, yeah, right. And in that, it fed right into the panel. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Switching gears. Uh, so the music. Yeah. I, the I think I music. should be asking this question to you because no. this is, so what music stood out to you? What, what songs really touched you or, or really set you up to worship best while you were there? Uh, I, uh, so I don't know. I love it all. Wow. I love it all. I really do. Well, and I think what was, I think what's so great about T4G or any kind of conference like that is that, I mean, it is, it's not even close to what heaven's going to be like, (laughs) but, but it's like not many times are you going to gather together with 12,000 pastors, Pastors. not Christians, just Christian, like people who are, who hopefully by God's grace are leading congregations well. Right. They're coming together, 12,000 of them from all over the world to sing. And, and Zach and I were actually talking before mm-hmm. uh, we came over here, like, that is what we want. We, yeah. we want the kind of like, we want the, the depth of lyrics. Mm-hmm. We, we, we want to have the word of Christ dwelling in us richly in song, through song, by way of song. But man, just to have the church eventually come together in a way where our hearts just are so enthralled with Jesus. It wasn't just I'm singing a really good song. It's I'm, yes. I'm singing this good song yeah. with It is not performance-oriented. It's not, yeah. yeah. All that, all, so much of what defines, I think, a lot of music in the church today um, is, is really, whether we want to admit it or not, is kind of wrapped around performance. And But this is not that. Right. It's, no, these people are just enthralled with Christ. We've just heard a glorious message. <laughs> and now we're going to sing Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. Right. Which is an old hymn. Yeah. But like when you love Christ, uh, it just like, it doesn't matter. Like it's just, yeah. we're going to sing this and the voices just are lifted up. It's almost like heaven opens up mm. and it's just glorious. It so um, I thought... That one was great. The power of the cross mm-hmm. um, is uh, was was great. 
uh, it is well. It, it is, is well. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's almost like you're, you're lifted up amongst the angels or something like that. I mean, it, that's just a yeah. glorious song to sing together. Um, crown him with many crowns was one crown of my, him. Yeah. Yeah. Yet not I was, was great. Mm-hmm. It was all good. Yeah. yeah. He will hold me fast. Always. He a, will always a good fast. one. That's, yeah. Did you have any brother? Yeah, it stood out to you? Not not just songs. Like, all the songs were amazing. And just, I guess, witnessing that. And, like, every other conference I've ever been to is, like, a big band. Well, right. not a big band, but, like, yeah. band with a lot of audio yeah. coming from them. Yeah. And everybody else is singing t- with them. Yeah. Where here it was just, just a guy on a piano. Yes. And, like... Almost every song he would fade out of. He'd drop out. Yeah, and that's it. And there's no more piano for like the last verse, and it's just the saints. Yeah, and yeah. it was. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is glorious. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I have to mention the doxology walk off. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you weren't there, he starts the doxology. It's the very end of the conference. He starts the doxology on the piano and as soon as he gets it started i didn't even know he was gone yeah until because you're just so like wrapped up in it all but like he starts it and then he stops playing on the piano and he walks off the stage yeah and it's just the congregation the 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 assembly Mm -hmm. closing out the conference on the doxology Mm -hmm. so yeah praise god yeah absolutely it's just wonderful yeah so Okay, um, if you can narrow it down, if you can narrow it down to one thing, it's a hard ask, I know. Uh, what was your favorite aspect of the conference overall? Mm. I don't know if I'm answering the question the way you're thinking it, but right. exhortation to press ahead in the power of the gospel. Just yeah. from the whole thing, it was just yeah. a constant like press on. Keep going. Yeah. And that may be in the power of the gospel. And that gets into my next question, which is closely related. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is actually the the exhortation, the the felt sense that these are people speaking directly to each of these pastors so that we can be better pastors. That aspect is, I think, what spoke to me most. Yeah. Yeah. So how about you, brother? Overall theme or an aspect of the conference that was really, really helpful? Hmm. I have here, uh, in conclusion, was kind of the theme to me. It was kind of like, I, I have never watched or seen or heard of T4G before now, but, mm-hmm. and I don't know if all of them were like this, but it kind, of, it kind of felt like now pastors, we have fed you all of this. So in conclusion, yeah, remember Christ mm. and all of this. Yeah, that's pretty close to what, yeah. for the theme. What I had what yeah. I had yeah. thought about was really finishing well, and yeah. a lot of the a lot of the preaching was engaged in yeah. exactly that. Keep pressing on, finish well. Mm-hmm. Christ has already done everything to make that possible. Yeah, press forward in His mm-hmm. grace. Yeah, the conference was titled "The Last Word." Right, mm-hmm. last word. Right. Yeah, no, that's really good. Uh, for me, uh, so this is. It's related to the conference. It was not, um, you know, uh, part of the conference, I guess. But the fellowship. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I, it, it's not just hearing those guys preach. It's not just the music uh, in that setting. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's afterwards. It's right. in between. Yeah. It's it's rubbing shoulders with other pastors from other places, mm-hmm. uh, folks that you may or may not know. Obviously, you guys were with me. I was with you. Uh, but, you know, like I went to seminary in Louisville, so I knew guys that were there, uh, folks that uh, I had known, pastored uh, up in Boston, came down from Boston, was mm-hmm. able to spend time with it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I got to met with um, Brian Kent, who was a, a pastor, mm-hmm, or a, yeah. a youth minister here at one time. I got yeah. to run into a friend I graduated with from mm-hmm. high school. Like, you just don't have those opportunities mm-hmm. all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, we'd get back, you know, the conference would, we'd leave the bookstore at 11 p.m. or whatever. Right. right. We'd get back at 11.30. And then I'd stay then the conversation up 1, 1, 32 mm-hmm. o'clock yeah. and just kind of rehashing all yeah. the things from the day with other pastors in various places uh, of this great nation. And so um, that to me was uh, probably my favorite mm-hmm. aspect of, of the conference is just the fellowship. Yeah, that I, you know, I had written that down. It was just yeah. so nice to mm-hmm. meet all the the guys mm-hmm. that you knew mm-hmm. and it was just a blessing getting to know Danny and David and you guys listening. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Lambelex, we thank you for letting us stay up at your place. It was, yes. it was good to meet y'all. Except I think it's more French. I think it's Lambelet. Lambelet. Am oh. I saying it wrong? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Lambelet. I like that. Lambelet. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Lambelet. I know you do. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Mike and Emily yeah. Lambelet. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. What did you take away from the conference for your life and or, or ministry? Um, and then combine this with the last wow. question here, yeah. uh, which is how do you see what you received at the conference pouring into our church for you? Yeah. Like what do we bring you home? I, I'm just more motivated to press into this. It's hard to say like, this is what I want to do. Right. <laughs> this is, I can't imagine yep. doing anything else. Hmm. Me either. Honestly, yep. it's just, this is it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Is that... Did you have anything? Kind of in the same mind space, I guess. Like, yeah. really nothing really matters other than this. <laughs> and like, Or at least it's relativized. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, right. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, I don't know, just forming other people in the congregation yeah. or just other churches kind of come to the realization like, hey, this doesn't, like, nothing else really matters. And like, I don't know, it was, it was really good. And I don't know. I I, kind of want to transition my life into a Mm. spot where I can be, you know, more useful to the church. Yeah. Which you are. I mean, I've seen that since you've been here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think that's, that's what you had mentioned I think while we were even there uh, is just, yeah, you go to these things, you hear the word of God preached, you hear the emphasis on gospel ministry and you go, my life is supposed to be about that. Mm -hmm. But there's something in the Christian heart that hears that kind of stuff and should hear it on on a regular basis, not just at conferences once every year or two Mm -hmm. years, but on a regular week to week basis. And the Christian heart should go, man. That's why I'm made. Mm-hmm. That's why I've been redeemed. Yeah. Like I want to be about the glory of Christ in the church and to the nations. Mm. Yeah. So 
That was my takeaway. That's what I want to bring into it. Obviously, there um, you know specifics of ministry, minutia of ministry that we could talk about as well. But we're probably at we're our max. already at our time. So yeah. <laughs> it's time to to cut it off. Uh, but just a great a great uh, time, uh, great week, great fellowship, great singing, great messages, uh, encouraging the Lord through through yeah. all of it. Mm. So yeah, okay. Thanks, brothers. Thank you. Thank you. Mm.